so, but, so yesterday, or at least for the past couple of days, as I adjust something here, guys, um, I've been talking about Archie Sonic Forever. And this is basically one of the fan comics that, you know, takes place in the Archie Sonic verse, but also, you know, at the same time, you know, at the same time it's taking place in the Archie Sonic verse, um, tackles some things that were not tackled before. Now, initially, initially I thought, okay, it's going to be a series, you know, of stories and everything that intertwine with some of the official main stories from, you know, the official main book back when it was going, you know, back when it was going on, like, you know, interconnecting certain threads of the Mecha Sally arc that we didn't know about um, or didn't see or, you know, and it was never, you know, never, you know, addressed or be bothered to be addressed by Ian Flynn and his crew, you know, stuff like that, as well as tackle, you know, maybe some of that same kind of material with earlier stories or even, you know, you know, post stories, you know, that came before and after the Mecha Sally arc and before and after the Worlds Collide crossover with Mega Man. Well, one of the people that are working on the book called, you know, on Discord called Bubbly Bumblebee, who's been watching my videos for quite some time, uh, direct messaged me and had to correct me on what it's really about. Now, I do appreciate, you know, you know, uh, Bubbly Bumblebee and some of the staff coming out and correcting me and anybody else that might interpretate this a little differently. But this is what he told me uh, in the direct message uh, today. You know, at 6.07 a.m., I'm assuming Pacific time. This is what he had to say to me in response because, you know, I, again, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's going to go one way and it just might at, in some cases. But, you know, he took the time or they took the time to straighten this out for me. And this is what uh, one of the people, one of the comic staff people on Archie Sonic Forever had to say. And I quote, uh, this is what they said this morning at 6.07 a.m. And I quote, <clears throat> hey, been watching your videos. Neat stuff. I'm glad about all the nice things you're saying about the comic. But one thing I've noticed you're getting mixed up on in, is that ASF, Archie Sonic Forever, isn't meant to just be uh, into, uh, what is it, uh, intersational stories in between the canon or Adventures Sonic Online, which is, you know, like I've mentioned before about Archie Sonic Online, another fan comic series, you know, that's meant to continue certain story arcs where they were left off at certain points, you know, and try to fill in the gaps. But this is what they said, and I quote, um, hey, let me, let me reread this, okay? <clears throat> and they say, hey, been watching your videos, neat stuff. I'm glad about all the nice things you're saying about the comic. But one thing I've noticed that you're getting mixed up on is that ASF isn't meant to be, or isn't meant, okay, let me reread this. <clears throat> let me read this. They say, and I quote, Hey, been watching your videos, neat stuff. I'm glad, okay, let me, hold on. All right, sorry about that. Uh, it's early, it's about 9.34 in the morning, still early, I'm still waking up. But this is what they said, and I quote. Hey, been watching your videos, neat stuff. I'm glad about all the nice things you're saying about the comic. But one thing I've noticed you're getting mixed up on is that ASF, isn't meant to just be uh, intersectional stories in between the canon 
or, AO, or ASO, Orange Sonic Online. This is completely its own thing. And issue one is diving headlong into an original plot that's totally incompatible with those stories. The prologue reads as a collection of uh, intersectionals since it's meant to set up so many puzzling pieces to get to that plot. But the story going forward will be a lot more focused and you definitely won't be able to reconcile the plot differences with other uh, unrelated stories. It's its own things, not a companion piece. And this is what they said in conclusion. Issue 241.5 is meant to convey that it's diverging from the near, from the, okay, this is what they followed up on, and I quote, Issue 241.5 is meant to convey that it's diverging from the near, uh, from near the end of that particular issue. The issue, okay, again, I do apologize, it's early, guys, I do apologize. They say, and I quote, Issue 241.5, this is how they're closing it out, of uh, the direct message to me. This is what, how they're closing it out. They say, and I quote, Issue 241.5 is meant to convey that it's diverging um, from, the near, from near the end of that particular issue. The next issue, 242-1, a nice round number, and the plot absolutely diverges from the canon, AOS, and everything else in huge ways. So in other words, basically what he's saying here, and you could read this yourself, I'll put this in the description. Um, what they're saying basically is what AOS is going to be, or not AOS, but what Adventures, what Archie Sonic Forever, let me get that straight. Again, I kept, like I said, I apologize, it's early. Um, you know, I just got up a little while ago, still drinking some coffee to wake up. Like I just did there. But basically what they're saying and I thank them again for straightening this out, is that Archie Sonic Forever, you know, is going to be its own, um, its own, it's going to be its own thing. Like, it's going to, it's going to have its own plot. It's going to diverge from what we would, ex you know, you know, what we would expect as potential continuation and go in a different direction. That basically it's going to be its own little canon and all that, you know, it's going to have its own stories and everything and go from there. And then all this um, uh, zeroth issue that they released on Free Comic Book Day uh, did was kind of, you know, like I mentioned earlier, intertwine a lot of what was going on at that time in that time frame by showing us certain scenarios that we didn't get to see in the original run of the comic during that story arc. Now, again, what they said, said to kind of help correct me, is that they notice I'm getting mixed up, up on, you know, on the fact that ASF, Archie Sonic Forever, isn't meant, isn't meant to just be interstitial stories in between the canon or, adventure or Archie Sonic Online. And this is why they corrected me, and I thank them for this. They say, this is completely its own thing. And issue one is divert, and issue one is diving headlong into an original plot that's totally incompatible with those stories. The prologue reads as a collection of intersectionals since it's meant to set up so many puzzling pieces to get to that plot. But the story going forward will be a lot more focused and you definitely won't be able to reconcile the plot differences with other unrelated stories. It's its own thing, not a companion piece. So again, basically what they're saying is... And again, I'm glad they straightened this out. 
is that it's going to go off and do its own thing, all right? It's kind of it's kind of like when people used to, you know, read the original Archie uh, run of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they were under the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventure uh, um, title. Archie, you know, did some adaptions of the first couple of episodes of the TMNT cartoon. You know, they did their own, you know, couple, you know own adaption of, you know, several episodes and stuff. You know, they did their own thing. You know, to, well, not their own thing, but they did their own adaption of the uh, TMNT event, of the original TMNT cartoon episodes, the first five episodes and everything. But then afterwards, they went off, you know, in a, you know, in a completely different direction. That's what they did. You know, the same with when they had Archie, the same when Archie had Sonic. It's like there were some episodes, even short backup stories, that were adaptions of, you know, well, not episodes, but there were some issues. Like I said this earlier, I do apologize. Uh, there were some issues that, if not some backup stories and said issues of super specials, that were, you know, adaptations of Satyam cartoons and everything. You know, Satyam episodes like Cry of the Wolf got an issue to itself. And then one of the backup stories in a super special uh, adapted Ghost, <coughs> you know, Ghost Busted, excuse me there. Adapted Ghostbusted, which was an Antoine short uh, from the second season of Satyam, into a story. So, you know, Archie Sonic has done that itself, but over time it went over. It but over, but uh, over time during its own existence, you know, it did its own thing. Like when it first started, you know, it was a hybrid of both Satyam and Adventures. You know, they had nothing really to go off of except maybe getting a sneak peek at the Heads or Tails pilot, which was basically, you know, as it's, you know, as it's described, a pilot with the original, I guess you could say, classic designs of the characters that we saw initially um, in the miniseries Issue 0 to 3 of Archie Sonic before it became a, regularly run, a regular running series. But again, but again afterwards, you know, even from its start, it went off and did its own thing. You know, it, you know, it did its own thing and all that, you know, and became the success that it is because of that, even with a few adaptations and interconnecting things here and there and all that to try to, you know, at least acknowledge that the world, uh, both in the comic and the cartoon, were the same world and somewhat the same continuity, you know, but completely doing their own thing as well. I mean... If you want a good example of that, look how far they went with Loop. Uh, look how far they went with Lupe and her wolf pack in the comics compared to uh, the cartoon. You know that should give you a bit of that should give you a bit of an idea of you know of the comic doing its own thing, and that's kind of what we're getting here. Like basically, this uh, free issue that they or quote unquote free issue, which again I think all of them are going to be free anyway. But this free issue, uh, basically, uh, this pilot issue on Free Comic Book Day, basically was filling in certain gaps of the ongoing story, you know, you know, at that time of issue 240 to 247. They were filling in gaps and everything and showing us scenarios that, again, as I mentioned, were never addressed or touched upon and, and all that. Like even having the Freedom Fighters, mostly, I think, was it in Team Fighters or Team Freedom? whatever name uh, Sonic and 
Tails and Amy had adopted when they went on their journey. You know, I mean, you have Tails there, and, and, you know, kind of explaining the explaining what the information they got from MonkeyCon and coming to the conclusion that, hey, the reason Eggman is able to keep Sally under his control, even by, even with powering, you know, with power rings, is he somehow had to insulate her from its magic. And all they have to do is try to get through that insulation. And hey, she's back. And hey, we got to weaponize Sally on our side now temporarily to take down Eggman. You know, you know, they're addressing those kind of things. They're addressing Linda's situation when it comes to Eggman, realizing the mistakes she's made and stuff like that. So, you know, so that's all this um, uh, pilot issue was meant to do, was try to fill in those certain gaps and everything. And what it sounds like to me is going forward, going forward, you know, the storyline is going to, I would assume is going to be based in this somewhat. The canon is going to be based in this scenario somewhat, but it's going to be its own thing. Like, you know, like, for example, you know, they may still focus, you know, into that. They may still focus in that area, but go in a completely different direction. You know, you know, that's different from what the original comic did or from what Adventures of or not Adventures, but what Archie Sonic Online is doing. You know, basically the, Instead of doing, you know, like, okay, let's do these issue, let's do every issue to where it's just little subplots here and there interconnecting into one. Instead, what the next one's going to be is it's going to be its own thing that I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, I'm assuming still will somewhat take place, you know, in this continuity, but be completely different. It'll be completely different. Like, I know it may not mean much, but if, you know, they're having, you know, let's say Linda, you know, kind of reconsidering and realizing the mistakes she made by aligning with Eggman and now realizing she needs Dimitri, that might be basically part of the storyline that goes in a direction that we would not expect. Like, you know, that's what they're talking about. Like, they're going to take little things like that and say, okay, you know, we're going to go in a direction with this. That's completely diver that completely uh, diverges itself, you know, separates itself from what was originally first read or what people are perceiving. And that's kind of the idea that I'm getting here. That it's going to be those little bits here and there that go in a completely different direction that you know we're used to. You know, like I said, with the whole you know tales bringing up the you know fact that Eggman must have insulated Sally you know, in a weaponized form from being influenced by the uh, Power Rings magic and everything that would give her back a free will, that might be something that, you know, they go in a completely di different direction with to where, hey, that's nothing, that's something we never really considered and they might be able to build upon that, you know, by making, you know, this its own canon. In other words, it, in other words, it'll seem familiar from what I'm understanding from reading that, it's going to be familiar, but it's going to be its own thing. That's, that's what it feels like. like. It's going to have familiarity, but it's going to, have, but it's going to be its own thing. That, that's what it feels like. I mean, it's ironic that the person that, you know, can, uh, direct messaged me that works in the comics called Bubbly Bumblebee, obviously a Transformers fan, it's kind of like when you look at the, the live-action Transformer movies. It's like after the last night, it's like everything just went in reverse. It's like everything is now standalone 
or prelude wise and it feels like it's you know it feels like this new set of movies starting with Bumblebee and now continuing with Rise of the Beast are being its own separate thing like there's that familiarity and all that that we're getting from it that familiarity to to where we could possibly connect you know um, the movies as a whole together as one continuity but it's being its own thing you know in other words these preludes are being their own thing that are completely different from what we first originally started seeing in 2007 with the first Transformer film excuse me there you know and speaking of Transformers you look at all the different adaptations of Transformers in comic book form or other media form you know how the origins came to be how Unicron came to be Stuff like that. And even though you can see that familiarity in some of the details, if not some of the story, it's it, it's its own complete can it's its own different complete canon, you know, overall. There's no real true like, okay, this is what happens in between kind of stuff, but it's still the stuff you knew of in the past. No. It is it's its own separate deal. And that's what they're saying here. That's the that's basically what the feeling I'm getting here. That it's going to be its own thing, but you're going to still get that sense of familiarity. Like if this, like if this does take place during what I consider the Mecha Sally World Tour Two Mark Death Egg Mark Two arc, you know, if this does take place in that scenario, that setting, basically what they're describing is, hey, it's not going to be the same thing. It's not going to be a companion piece. It's going to be a different kind of take. In other words, it's going to be a different canon based in that world based in that setting, like, you know, we're going to go and we're going to basically go and, you know, go and go off and take things in these directions, if you will, that, you know, nobody probably considered. And that's cool. It's cool to see because it's the same thing that I see with Team Season. Team Season is trying to adapt webcomic wise and animation wise the third season that Ben Hurst wanted to do. But you can definitely tell even in the animations you know, the WIPs and even the webcomic, that they're going in a completely different direction. Like, yeah, it has that familiar Satayam tone, which season three, or both season one and two were known for, and obviously season three would have been known for, but you could tell they're going in a direction, you know, or plan to go in a direction that's familiar, but it's its own thing. So, you know, so that is something to really respect and appreciate, and that's kind of the idea that I'm, that's kind of the idea that, you know, is being alluded to here. Like, you're going to get completely different stories that, you know, you know that basically diverge and, you know, um, they basically, can, you know, diverge and everything convene from, uh, I think that's what they said. Let me see. You know, let me see here. Yeah, that's what they say, diverging from from near the end of that particular issue. In other words, it's going to go in a different direction. That's what they're saying here. So, so yeah, basically, it's going to be, it's going to have familiarity to its plot, to its overall story, but it's going to go in a different direction. That's what it is. Again, going back to what I said about TMNT, you know, Adventures, when they first got the license to that, you know, they adapted the first several episodes uh, of the cartoon series and all that, but then they decided to go and diverge from any plot line the cartoon would have had and do its own thing. In other words, the cart 
In other words, the cartoon, the first season or two, it had a continuity, but not much. You know, it didn't really have much of a continuity. It's like some of the episodes were standalone, but, you know, as you got closer to the end of the series or the season, they did have a connection. And you could see that. Like in the third season, you had all the episodes starting with the big, the big, the big, you know, everything, like the big, br- bl- the, the big break in, you know, the big, you know, blowout, stuff like that. You know, you had that in a connection there, but most of them were still loosely adapted. They were still loosely, you know, not loosely adapted, but they were still, you know, loosely their own thing, you know, like filler and all that. And, you know, basically what the comic did is they decided, no, 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 we're not going to do loose, you know, epi- you know, loose issues, you know, filler issues here and there. No, 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 we're going to go off and do our own thing. We're going to diverge from that. And that's what they did. And that's how we got... Characters like the Mighty Mutant Animals. That's how we got a very popular character in Ninjara, Umiko, if you will. Oh, Yumiko. You know, that's how we got her as Raphael's love interest. Uh, You know, yeah, we got a love interest for him in the cartoon with Mona Lisa, but this one was an ongoing love interest that was basically part of the team. Part of the family, part of the team. You know, for quite some time. So you got that. You know... Like I said, you got the Mighty Mutant Animals. You got stories that were a lot more darker and mature in tone, unlike the cartoon, you know, uh, was until it attempted to do somewhat like that in the later Red Sky um, seasons. But the point is, the point is, when Archie had the TMNT, you know, license, they went off and, you know, after adapting those episodes, they went off and did their own thing. They did, you know. And that was the one thing that made Archie Sonic very popular. That, yeah, as I mentioned, it adapted several things from the Saturday M cartoon, you know, and all that, as well as kind of was a hybrid at first of both Adventures and Saturday M. But then after starting to get more Saturday M-like and bringing in certain writers, whether you like the writers or you don't, even to this day, some do or don't, you know, they started to, at a certain point, go off and not only be, you know, very Saturday M-like, more Saturday M-like, but go off and start doing their own thing, you know, outside of what Satan was known for. And the rest is history. So again, I see and I thank uh, the people over at Archie Sonic Forever, mostly Bubbly Bumblebee, for straightening this out. Because what it sounds like to me, mainly at the end of the day, is what this was, this prologue, this, uh, prologue pilot issue, uh, 241.5, was its setup for basically a canon, you know, a, a continuity that's identical, but it's a, but, but is different and it's its own thing. That's what they're alluding to. Like, it's identical, this familiarity, but it's its own thing. It's going to do its own thing. It's going to go in a direction that diverges, you know, from what uh, basically you originally knew. Like, basically adapting... Well, not adapting, but touching upon things that were not touched upon and expanding on it, if you will. Like I said, the Linda situation, you know, you know, uh, the situation of, hey, the power rings, you know, might be, um, you know, the power rings influence to give a roboticized person its, the free will back uh, is being blocked somehow. And that Sally can't get her free will back or else she'd have it and stuff like that. So, so basically... So basically, it's things like that that sound like to me or seem like to me will be expanded on in further issues as this kind of has that familiar, 
familiar tone, but it goes in its own different direction of telling the story and getting to the conclusion that it should have gotten to long before and not drag it out as they jokingly said uh, in the about section on the website. You know, you know, the, you know, you know they, they want to basically get to the point to where it's not dragged out. Like let's say someone trying to do something similar to the Star Wars saga and, and all that. So <laughs> uh, anyway though, I know this audio video has gone a lot longer than it should have. I do apologize uh, for that. I really do. But I wanted to come on here and just, you know, read off. Bumblebee directly messaged me to correct me on this and kind of give you an idea of what I'm getting out of that message, you know, and everything. Because it does sound like, you know, what this really is, is, you know, it's taking a familiar setting in a familiar story arc, but making it its own, you know, different canon, its own different continuity, but going in directions, diverging, you know, in different directions than from what the original story was so yeah I, again i appreciate that and everything and i got i do recommend guys that you check it out and all that check out the story i think you'll really appreciate it and you'll kind of see what you know bubbly bumblebee and the others working on the story of are basically alluding at that yes it does feel like it's going to be a companion piece but it's not it's going to be its own thing to where you get that familiar setting that familiar like story but it's going to be done differently. It's going to be its own, you know, version of the story. It's not going to be connected, you know, to anything that happened in the official book. It's not going to be connected to anything that happened, you know, in Adventures of Sonic Online or anything else. It's going to be its own thing that basically goes in directions, you know, that the original story or any continuation of, of what, or any, con, any con, continuations or what uh, would do or have done. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, though, guys, that's all I really wanted to say. Again, shout out to Bubbly Bumblebee for directly messaging me on that. I really appreciate it to straighten it out and kind of give me an idea of what, you know, was originally planned. And Bubbly Bumblebee, if you are watching or listening to this, correct me again if I'm if I did misinterpret anything, I really appreciate. I would really appreciate that if you could correct me on anything I may have misinterpreted or, or not. But I am kind of getting that feeling that you know that's what you mean by the fact that hey, it's going to be its own thing, and that it's going to diverge from what is from what we've originally seen uh, previously, or from what others are trying to do in their own continuation ways and all that. But anyway, though, guys. Uh, check out the comic and everything. Links will be provided in the description. Also, links to where you guys can support me would be uh, are going to be in the description. I'd be greatly appreciative if you could support me in those areas, guys, during this transitional time of change to where I'm trying to find employment and everything, you know, as we speak. Uh, but, yeah, guys, check it out. Support them. Support the comic and all that. Really, again, really appreciate it. And I do apologize for being a little all over the place. Like I said, it's early. It, it's a 2 minutes to 10. It's a 9.58 a.m. Pacific time on this Tuesday, May 9th. 2 minutes to 10 a.m., that is. So I do apologize. I'm still kind of waking up uh, and all that. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Comment below. Live chat during the premiere. Love to hear from each and every one of you on this. And again, support them with the comic. As well as you can, support me down below. You know, and everything links to the comic to support them. That will be there as well, as well as links to where you can support me um, in this transitional change. 
But until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later.